0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Couple of Nurses podcast. Thank you, everybody, for your time. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave some comments if you have some ideas for episodes, if you want to just talk to us. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. Got some cool vlogs there. We got episode breakdowns. You know, we're everywhere nowadays. We're trying to keep it popping everywhere. Matt, what's up? All is
1: well. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about what to expect after the NCLEX. You have reached your milestone as a nursing student and you're going to be transitioning into a practitioner are you ready do you have what it takes are you ready to be working on the unit of
0: your dreams this is like the first step you're going to have into almost adulthood you could say you finish school you pass your NCLEX now you try to get your your big grandiose nursing job this is going to be the first time you're applying to a job with this kind of responsibility and the status, and, and in your
1: life, and as finally all this time that you've been working for your, you know, hard-earned license. You finally have it. Like this is this was a very exciting uh, time in my life. I remember watching like the World Cup, at FIFA, eating my wings, and I was checking my NCLEX score. And I'm like, yes, I passed. I'm just like, oh, okay. What's next? It's like, it's like that milestone after graduating nursing school. You're Like, oh, well, time to study for the NCLEX, mm-hmm. and here it is. So we're gonna give you guys the details, and what do you need before applying for a job?
0: Yeah, some schools try to prep you a little bit. They try to let you know what kind of paperwork to gather together before you apply to a job because you're always going to need some kind of resume, some kind of identification, your social security cards, proof of your address, your RN license, and even your transcripts for school. You always want to keep those together, usually in one spot, because you're going to be using those for the rest of your life. Literally every job is going to require the same paperwork. It's just a pain in the ass applying to these places because they're you to the same thing over and over again. It just becomes dry. Yeah, I wish there
1: was like one standard application process. Mm-hmm. You have to make a
0: username for every single hospital and then search based on their job board. Right, even for travel nursing, if you're doing travel nursing, you're going to be sending your application and your resume and your paperwork to multiple agencies. Because every agency requires their their own system, so they have to make copies of your actual records. There's no one uniform company that keeps track of all your records and it passes on. You have to manually give this, this information to you know travel companies.
1: Yeah. And one thing I wish I learned five years ago when I first became a nurse is organization. Put everything together into one document. Either that's going to be your Apple Notes, maybe your Google Drive. Create folders for information, resumes, where you applied, passwords for that, mm-hmm. all your certifications. Make a nice template for that because... When you start travel nursing, you apply for a different job, you're going to need those things again. And it's going to be a pain in the ass going on the American Heart Association looking for your certifications because you've misplaced them.
0: And the most important piece of piece of that is going to be resume. We did a really good episode with one of our friends, Amanda Garnery. It was episode 74 where we really dove deep into, into resume and resume building. And she actually is the creator and owner of the Resume RX. And she actually has resume workshops And if you're interested in that, you can check her out at the Resume Rx. She does great work, creates these in-depth resumes. She literally makes your resume into like a professional format. You could give her X amount of information, and then she just creates a nice visual resume for you.
1: Yeah, and ultimately, when it comes to applying for your first position after the, the NCLEX, knowing people in hospitals or having some kind of network is going to help you the most. That's going to put your resume first in the application process. When I first got my position, I applied to a few hospitals where it didn't work out. I applied to actually the place you worked at in Chicago. Mm. I was going on vacation, so they just like didn't even give me a a chance to reschedule my first interview. I was actually kind of bummed up uh, about it. And I knew one of my family friends that worked at the hospital that I got the job and word of mouth, hey, I got the, you know, the application. So Mm. resumes are great. But also, word of mouth, if you can, network, know some people. Even on social media, just network.
0: You never know where, when you might need those people again in your life. Yeah, you always want to start with people that you know. Because those are going to have already an in for you. And that's the easiest place to start. Because you don't have to go apply to random places and speak to people that you don't know. If you know somebody that works in a hospital and you're trying to apply at a hospital, you should probably talk to that person because they might get an in for you. Another good place to start looking if you're going to be on a job search is or whatever is closest to you. That's the most convenient because some people waste 45 minutes to an hour driving one way to their job and then another one hour back. And that's literally wasting 6% every day just by driving and commuting to work. So the most convenient one place to look for a job is near you because it's going to make your life more efficient and just everything's going to just be more convenient.
1: Yeah. And also when you get your NCLEX, what kind of specialty are you going to want to work? Or maybe what kind of field of work do you want to work at a hospital maybe a nursing home you want to mm-hmm. take a step back from that maybe you want to go into destination esthetician route maybe you want to just do dialysis and just do that type of nursing So you should look into what you want to do if you want experience for that point go to the hospital that's where you're gonna get the most of it. Uh, do a simple search go on Google look up you know a good 15 30 mile radius I would say I think 30 miles is already stretching the limit of driving that's an what? hour. At least when it comes to LA, so just be you know wary of that, and apply. It's and this is you know the piece of advice that we give to everybody: apply to any position you want to. Don't just do med surge because that is the end all be all mm-hmm. as a new grad. F that, as we always say, yeah. go chase what you want ICU, whether it's maybe even like cath lab, which you know specialty units like that. Give it a try; it won't hurt.
0: And if you want med surge, that's fine. Like just. Make sure the first thing that you try to apply to is something that you've always wanted to do because then you're not guessing or second-guessing your choices because you're already going to be there. If you end up hating or disliking, that's okay. At least now you know that, that it didn't work out for you and you can move on to the next thing instead of starting somewhere that you didn't want to to start. Yeah, and I would also
1: consider, is it a full-time <coughs> position, part-time mm-hmm. position, a peer DM? You know, it all depends on what time timeline of life are you on. Yeah. Do you have kids where maybe your husband is making a lot of income and you want to be that stay-at-home mom role? You just had a kid. You want to pick up part-time nursing for now. Mm-hmm. Nursing has that ability. It's awesome. Okay. That's why what that's why I want to tell like new nurses coming on is this role is you could mold it to anything you want to do. If you are a full-time mom, you want to take time away. Just like us for podcasting, we can go part-time if we wanted to. It's honestly a great career. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly great to have as a backbone if let's just say you were to adventure or do something else, you will have that
0: always there. Yep, yep. So awesome, guys. You applied to your, your dream nursing job. You got your resume. You got you got the interview. So the next big portion is the interview process. We're not gonna go into in-depth about the interview process, but always a few good questions. We want to list a few good questions because lots of times people don't know what kind of questions to ask back to their future employers, right? And that's always kind of this discouraging almost because you always want to ask them some have kind of a question?" so you get some kind of information because you're going to be overwhelmed. So it's always good to f- kind of still get some information while being a little bit overwhelmed. That, that makes sense. Yeah. You, know, you still want to ask around. So the best question to ask them is, if you're a new grad, is how long is there a new grad program? That's always something good to ask because some of them are 13 weeks, 15 weeks, some of them say, hey, you know, we don't really have a new grad program. We have this, this other program. You'll kind of want to figure out what you're getting yourself into right yeah. off the bat.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it might be a six-month commitment to a year. Uh, that one-year commitment, the first six months, you might be attending classes maybe every two weeks, once a month. Mm-hmm. You might have to do a research project at the end of that year to present during – I forget what it was, but I have to make a presentation – I don't even know what the project was about. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jeez, it was so long ago. It was four years ago. <laughs> I think it was like the prevention of like Foley's and, you know, early uh, and uh, protocols of removing it and assessing yeah. all that and pr- presented some numbers. So you're probably going to do a project like that. Mm-hmm. That's how the hospital kind of like gets you there. And they tell you if you cancer early, you might be losing some money. Yeah. And prior to that, so... You might be asking questions. It's very important to assess, like, unit culture, how they are as as a team. Of course, there's always going to be turnover in the hospitals. There's always going to be some kind of gossip. But at the most part, just assess how the nurses are. Because you want to work with a good culture. I know there's so many people that message us sometimes, and they're like, I hate my position. What can I do about this? Sometimes you can't do much. You just have to kind of pull through and work there for that year just to get that experience. You might not like it. People... People not might you might not get along with people. There might not be as have great leadership or teamwork. It's it is what it is at that point.
0: Yeah, it's always good to ask if there's an opportunity to progress or be brought up to any kind of leadership role. Because if you're not satisfied as a bedside nurse, then maybe you are looking for something more into leadership, like working your way towards like a charge nurse or an assistant manager or something like that, and that'll give you kind of an escape from the bets that you didn't want to do or you found out that you don't like. Because some places don't offer that kind of ability to, to progress. And that might be that might show you that there's a ceiling, that you, you're like a cap, basically. Because once you reach this point, there's really nothing for you to, to, to progress in, and that might be discouraging for your future plans or goals.
1: Yeah, and also like the educational part. Maybe you want to advance where you want to go get your MSN, mm. CNL, CNL, maybe you want to go into CRNA school. Will your hospital pay for your education? That's
0: very important, too, I would say. It's very important. That's actually, if you're going to want to go to a high level of education, I would definitely recommend finding a hospital that might pay you a little bit less, but gives you those those bonuses in paying for tuition. Especially if, for example, it tells you, because there's ways hospitals try to get you in for the long run, so they might tell you they will pay you for your free tuition 100% but well, you have to work at their facility for 2 to 5 years after you graduate. So you have to work in there for that commitment. Years. that commitment, which is which is perfect if you really like the hospital. If you find yourself in in a unit that you really like and you like the culture there, you like the hospital and the managers are, are cool, the divisions are great and you're seeing and you see yourself staying there for long term, that's a really good route to take. Yeah.
1: Also the interview process. So you may be wondering what how what happens how it goes down it's i mean it's very casual just honestly the best piece of advice is just be yourself mm. if you know your true self you're not going to need to memorize specific bullet points or sentences to shine your way through you know it's i almost see it like dating yeah. you know like in this in industry or pickup artist industry they think you can come up with like specific lines to go pick up a girl like If you're already a confident person, you already know yourself. That's all you need. The approach is already there. So same thing with the interview process. You know who you are. Just show that true, authentic self. And when it comes to the questions, if I want to work with another nurse, I want to make sure they can handle a stressful situation. They could show great leadership skills and teamwork. Mm -hmm. If they're done with their assignment, are they going to help out or ask? So they're going to ask you questions like, you know, how did you describe or was there a difficult situation in, you know, clinicals? How did you, you know, assess the situation or how did you kind of stand up for yourself in the leadership position when you felt down? How did your coworkers react? They're going to ask you all these things. So if you want to mentally prepare for that, you can. Yeah. But ultimately, you want to be that person. That's that good nurse that I want to hire.
0: Right. They're never going to ask you, hey, what's a normal potassium range? They're going to ask you these more more subjective scenario. questions, scenario-based. Matt gives a good example, but another example could be, like, can you give us an example where you showed leadership or showed an action of change when you did not conform to a policy or a patient's care based on physician's orders? Like, they ask you that kind of question where it's like kind of tricky. Almost test your ethics and, sh- and it's almost, put sh- almost puts you in like an ethical dilemma. Yeah. Like, what's the right thing to do on paper? What's the right thing to do in reality? And which one are you going to kind of choose and go with? And that's that nurse that you want.
1: Mm-hmm. Another one is like, if there's a miscommunication between your teammate how should you handle that? So, for example, if you're somebody that is like a drama person that tracks that, you can see that in an interview question based on how you're going to respond. And you're the one that's nervous. So sometimes you you almost have like that Freudian slip which your subconscious kind of comes out and you start like telling the truth of who you are. So just be careful. And like I say, always oh, just know your true self in these interview mm-hmm. questions. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it goes, it goes sure. that
0: simple. You know, yeah, it's all, yeah. yeah To get more of like an analytical level, it's also really good to ask about their patient ratios on busy days. Yeah, If it's ICU and they tell you, yeah, our ratios are two to one, sometimes one to one, depending on the patient. But sometimes we get a little busy and we have to take on a third patient. Then you're already thinking, like, damn, so this could get real busy sometimes. And if you're really nervous, this might not be the most acute place that you should work at right now. If you don't feel that you're prepared or, or ready for that, but I mean, you should still probably risk it. Yeah. And, and, say, and you gotta learn somehow. you rather just, for me, or at least for me, I'd rather learn the more acute stuff first and then learn the kind of basics later on.
1: And that's what you get excited for, too. When you apply for your first position, you always always want to know, like, are they stroke certified? Do they have a lot of open hearts? Or in the ICU, you're always wondering, hey, do they have ECMO and CRT? So if that stuff excites you, ask those questions. Basically, when it comes to picking your first position, I know you're like, I don't care what position it is. I just want to get it. But also, you're also interviewing that facility just as much as they're interviewing you because you want to be in that great position you don't want to have a turnover rate if you're somebody that doesn't like change often you want to make sure you land that first position and that's those are the questions you have to ask
0: to you know achieve that dream job like as a new grad you have an idea of your ideal unit and how a unit is supposed to function but that is a little different from from reality you might join a unit that you really enjoyed for your capstone or for your last year nurse residency and you might have loved it and guess what you join that same hospital and you might be like wow this is a lot different than, than my clinical because things are a lot different than clinical and that's okay to come to the realization that hey this unit isn't for me there's so much units out there you can just easily change so don't don't be scared that hey you're applying to this dream unit because you always wanted to do let's say you always wanted to do peds and you tried peds and you couldn't handle it because you just got too emotional or whatever and then you decide leaving fine. It just shows that wasn't for you, and there's other areas for growth. Yeah, you make a very good point.
1: And and then afterwards, after the interview process, Basically, you you yeah. might have one position, might have two positions to apply for. Just hopefully, your new grad, you know, your new grad orientation is gonna prepare you for everything. So that's another thing. I would also ask about like preceptorship, how it is, because sometimes I had only one preceptor. And I preferred having two or three because mm-hmm. you could learn these learning styles. When it comes to having your first position, just be that learning sponge and pick up on people's learning styles, how they give, report, how they do specific things. You know what I'm saying? There's always a process to things, and you'll start
0: finding your own way of you know doing things. As a new grad, we have very minimal expectations of, of you. When a new grad comes, or I work with a new grad, I already know they're like at the bottom, so I'm not going to push them too hold, I'm not going to, you know, judge them harshly or anything like that because I know they're trying to learn. And obviously, I'm not going to I'm going to try and foster their learning skills with asking them different questions and bringing them in to help with, with certain things. That's just how it works. And ultimately, if yeah. you're working at that
1: culture that you chose that's positive, those veteran nurses or nurses like you are going to look over that new grad. Yeah. They, they're they're going to make sure that you're not messing up. Mm. And they're going to see sometimes when you're like freaking out and you need help and just be honest and ask for that help. Just like I had that nursing student and he kept, he did the same repetitive movement like three times <laughs> trying to make sure that the tubing is primed for the Tylenol. Because <laughs> cause the full, the chamber was completely full. Yeah, so so he thought it was drip. empty. He couldn't see it. <laughs> and he did it three times. And I know he needed like help. But I was just waiting for him to say something. Like, you, need, you need something? He didn't want to ask. Mm. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is empty or not. No, it's good, man. And then I like showed him, okay, this is how you check. Mm. Undo the cassette. You know, garbage. Okay, liquid. Good. Okay, Mm -hmm. no air bubbles. (laughs) So yeah, just ask. And there's also those, you you might be saying, well, there's units that eat their young. Mm. That's a double-edged
0: sword. It's hard to give advice because... There's those kind of nurses everywhere. There's so many personalities on the unit. There's no one perfect unit. There's just certain people that... There's certain nurses that eat their young and then once you get over that curve, they're super cool. That's just how it works. It's just the unit dynamics. And it all somehow functions together on and you know, in a variety of aspects and it just for some reason works and it just fosters patient care. Yeah. It's just because you've been you've been to different units and there's different dynamics on each unit. And somehow it works each time because patient care is great no matter what.
1: Yeah, or sometimes you like tell yourself, "Oh, this might be bad or whatever," mm-hmm. and it just like everybody turns out to be great, and yeah. you just put all those thoughts into your own mind and created this bad image of this unit. It turned out to be just great, and, mm-hmm. and it's like the shifts are, you know, we're enjoying them. Yeah, they're fun. All right, I think we should wrap this one up. This is up. this is a quicker one. I feel like I had a hard time remembering sometimes. Everything I did as a new grad, it was mm-hmm. such a long time. And when it comes to like applying for positions now, it's,
0: it's just like whatever to me. It's so easy it's to like land a major. job as a nurse. Yeah. yeah. I literally have majority of my paperwork just in, in one file, just so I know where it's at. And that's literally all the paperwork that I need to apply because every application process is literally the same; it's just for a different company. Yeah. So you just keep your papers in, in one one place, or even somewhere in your computer where you have the electronic versions in one place and a paper version in another place. It's basically all you're going to need just organization. Yeah, and like the level that we're at with travel nursing
1: is, you don't even have interviews. Your interviews are literally just getting your job accepted. That it basically gets facilitated between the agency and you. You negotiate. They like it. You have the offer. You sign, and sometimes you might not even meet the manager, or talk to her until you see her in person for the first time right. when you land, uh, you know, on your contract.
0: Yeah, it's less formal. Traveler's is definitely less formal because, excuse me, it burped a little right there, but it's definitely less informal because when you're getting hired to like a staff position in a hospital, they have in mind that you're going to stay there for as long as possible. Retention. That's why they invest more money in your. You can start a process as a nurse, especially from the beginning, beginning, because they want you to know the fundamentals and get embedded into a system. That way, once you're there, they have you for the long term. That's why they invest in a little bit more of you in the beginning. For travel nursing, they just need you there temporarily. So they don't really care too much about your long term, just about the short term. Hey, we got to fill this void with X amount of nurses. Let's pay them whatever they need to get paid, and let's move on. Yep. And that's just how business with travel nursing. You come in, you come out for X amount of time. You know, if they like you, if they need more people, they in your contract. If they don't, you know, it keeps going. Business as usual. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode about what to do after the NCLEX, landing your first job, interview process, looking for hospitals. It's not as bad as you guys might think.
0: And before you know it, you're gonna be on your first position. Yep. Have a great day and don't forget to check out couple dot com. Peace. Peace.